So it's nice to, I suppose, be presenting when we're not in complete opposition to the other person who we're speaking with. And you'll see that Neff has made some similar arguments. Um, but we also see the crisis that we're facing on the high street as an opportunity, if we choose to take it. Um, but firstly, I suppose one of the questions is, Neff has been pointing out that we've had an increasing homogenization of our high streets that are all starting to look the same, and we coin that term clone town. But really, the challenge is, does it really matter, um, this spread? Is it just an aesthetic um, blight on our high streets? And should we care? Um, we say yes. And we say yes for a very basic economic argument, but also a social and environmental argument. Um, in our Clone Town report uh, 2005, which was, unfortunately, our titles are quite um, calling on the death of the high street, really to bring attention to some of these issues, was the survey of a bland nation revealed how much our high streets have started to take on this identikit look. They're also the same, the same chain stores, the same supermarkets. And just as in nature, where a diverse ecosystem is really important for resilience, resilience to shocks, and they're better able to recover, so too it's important in economics. It's important on that high street for you to have a sense of diversity if you are to cope with the shocks on the horizon. So when we look at these issues of recession, we look at how high streets have coped, we do see that those high streets that have chains in them have suffered quite uh, importantly in terms of what's been left in terms of the gaps on those high streets. So this sense of resilience is an important concept in economics for us to start to nurture and to culture. Not only in times of recession, but also in times when we're moving towards public spending cuts, we're seeing a squeeze on that high street. So how are they going to survive? So going forward, our critique of a clone town and why we think it's important is really on three aspects. We have an economic case against them, an environmental case, and importantly, a social case against clone towns. In terms of an economic case, we believe clone towns leave local economies fragile. They're fragile in terms of the fact that in downturns we see that there is a crisis on that high street. We see increasing gaps, increasing vacancy rates. We see clone, um, chain stores leaving that high street at the first sense of that decline. They're moving to areas of greater, higher footfall, and they're looking for those returns not the footfall that you're seeing generally on the high street, as they're put under increasing pressure not only from the chain stores, but also from the supermarkets encroaching on what were general high street fare, such as books, whether it's booze, whether it's music, increasingly white goods. And you see all those things that the high street used to provide, now provided under a kind of warehouse feel of your supermarket. And we say, well, they can make a case as an argument for convenience, absolutely, all under one roof. But we would just say at what cost? What cost to the environment? But what also cost to that experience that you have, that kind of soul-destroying, I've got to go to the supermarket and you're going around the area pushing your trolley and you're pushing your trolley around the whole high street. So they've also created that um, economically fragile local economies because they have squeezed out some of those smaller providers. And we think they put uh, those high streets at risk because under one roof means that you are reliant on that corporate provision within that local economy, and if they choose to leave, you're left with a gap on the high street. So when we're talking about economic resilience, we're really talking about diversity on that high street, the scale of the offer is normally quite small, and we would say making a case for independent stores. 
But we'd also say they've created quite a brittle infrastructure. They have chains, long-distance supply chains. They rely on that delivery service by having access to cheap energy. And as we realize the challenges that we face around climate change, peak oil, then those systems of delivery of those goods and services into our communities have to change. <laughs> so when we had the, um, we had the strikes in terms of uh, in 2007, we did some analysis to say with the food that was available in the supermarkets, we were only nine meals away from anarchy, where people felt they were starting to hoard that food because they felt they wouldn't have access to it. But also, as my colleague has made case already, we're seeing an erosion of the public realm. And aware and aware of that notion of that shared space, and with that shared space, that sense of collective responsibility that we have to that physical space that we share, and as that get erodes, that feeling that we have the power to change anything. The high street is the high street, it's going to be like that. We've got the supermarkets moving in, internet shopping is a trend, as if there's something we can do nothing about this, this sense of powerlessness. But in doing that, they've also, in the provision through the chains, reduced our ability for that level of social interaction, that thing that distinguishes us from faceless consumers to actually being human beings. <laughs> 